Welcome to the Everything Podcast, the place for everything education. Whether you're a first-year teacher or a seasoned educator, our mission is to help you employ smart strategies in and out of the classroom. We firmly believe that teacher burnout isn't inevitable. Part inspiration and part implementation, we discuss the why and how to make your classroom effective and sustainable. We're your hosts, Danielle and Nicole. You're listening to the Everything Podcast, podcast episode 12. Hey, Nicole, how are you today? Hey, Danielle. So happy to talk to you on your birthday of all days. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to be here. It figures that on my birthday, we're talking about presents of all things. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very appropriate. And there's so much to be celebrating this time of year and whether you're celebrating a religious holiday or you're celebrating a birthday, there's a lot to consider and a lot of people to be thinking about this time of year. And whether it is religious or not, I think that a lot of times we find ourselves in situations where we're kind of faced with the question about whether or not we need to give a gift, whether it's the holiday season or a different time of year, uh, whether it's teacher appreciation. I know I've gotten uh, some gifts from students on Thanksgiving, for example. (laughs) Um, In elementary schools, I know that some teachers have gotten gifts on Valentine's Day. And not to mention the Teacher Appreciation Week, which is just a whole other parade of festivities. Hopefully your school celebrates you and all the work that you do at that time as well. But there's so much to celebrate. And I think whether you have a a big plan set out for how you'd like to celebrate those that you work with, or maybe you're just thinking about how you could mix things up a little bit this year, or maybe whether or not to even go this route. Danielle and I were excited to chat without the ways that we can approach gift giving and maybe some of the different relationships and what might be a more appropriate gift for a particular person in your school setting. Absolutely. And we're not suggesting that you need. Nope. For all of these people. Um, But I do think that when you find yourself in the situation where you're like, oh, I feel like I should be doing this, it's nice to have this kind of resource. Uh, I know before we jumped on to record, I was wondering to myself just how much time we spend on gift giving. And this doesn't have to do with being a teacher or being in the classroom at all, but just how much time do Americans spend during the holidays kind of coming up with gifts and even just attending parties where those gifts might be swapped, things like that? Any guesses? Man, well, if I think about, if I tally up all the hours I was online, just Cyber Monday alone, I'm in a, I'm in a dangerous <laughs> point. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, although the research wasn't exactly current, I can only imagine that it has grown since then. Uh, a consumer report study said the average American spends 42 hours on holiday shopping as well as holiday parties during this time of year. And I I know I, when I thought about that, that's more than our full work. (laughs) Which is why we have a Christmas break, Danielle. Which is why we do. (laughs) Absolutely. And recently over in our Facebook community, I actually talked about how to keep students motivated between Thanksgiving and winter break because our students might be distracted buy this type of topic too. They need to buy gifts or they feel like they should buy gifts for their parents, their grandparents, their friends. They're spending just as much time as we are. And 
I suggested making sure that we build in some of those deadlines to help students make sure that they are still getting their work done. And I think that maybe having this resource for our fellow teachers can maybe save ourselves some time as well. Definitely. We're always looking for a little bit more structure just to help us through what maybe we're questioning or not quite sure how to proceed. All right. So let's get into it. So what would you say is the first group that comes to mind when you think about gift giving in the school setting this time of year? I would say when I think about the relationships that I have in my school setting, in a high school setting in particular, I'm always thinking about the fellow teachers that I work with. Yeah, I think that that's probably where most people would go to first. And I think there's not a whole lot out there in terms of suggestions for what to do on a practical level for that. It's true. We spent some time just Googling what was out there, teacher gifts, gifts for teachers, from teachers, things like that. And the search results were a little scarce. Yeah, there are tons of resources for what to give to teachers, uh, whether you're a class parent, whether you're a member of the P, uh, PTA at your school, something like that. And there's also tons of blog posts out there about whether or not it's even appropriate mm. for people to give teachers gifts. Um, in good news, we're not going to cover that. <laughs> <laughs> that is not something that we need to deal with. Um, but it does bring up the reciprocal relationship of should teachers be thinking about giving gifts to students? Yes, it's a great point. So I think in from what I've experienced as a high school teacher, I don't know many teachers who do any gift giving to their students. But if you are considering maybe doing something that is a bit more practical for your students and you're looking to give a gift that has a different element, um, Danielle and I have a suggestion. Maybe even doing something like a bookmark Of course, as an English teacher, I love the idea of giving students bookmarks. Yes, definitely. (laughs) It makes me think that they might actually go home and and read something over Christmas break, Mm. maybe even of their choosing. Wow. The thought. Yeah. (laughs) Wouldn't that be wild? (laughs) Um, And I love the idea of giving students bookmarks because it's something that could be so affordably done. In a roundup by We Are Teachers, they actually link to free resources where you can print out all of the bookmarks to give your students. If what is holding you back is that maybe you think that it needs to be color um, when you print out the bookmark, there is an entire adults coloring book movement here. So I say go for it and embrace it. If it's going to print in black and white, let them kind of take ownership over it. I think that if you decide to go the bookmark route, you could go ahead and do something where you have growth mindset quotes on there. You have quotes that are related to uh, works of literature. Maybe you are an English teacher like I am and you want to mix it up with a bunch of quotes that are from different authors that you've read as a way to make it seem like it wasn't just a generic idea that you always do. It's something that is kind of like meaningful to your class. I love that. Very special. And speaking of some more somewhat practical, but also very cost efficient gifts, we're talking about coupons Mm -hmm. in the classroom. So I can think back to when I was an elementary school student and I remember getting a homework pass from my teacher and that was the most precious gift of all. I held on to that very tightly. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. 
it is the get out of jail free card, I think, that so many students really look forward to. And if this is the one time of year that you end up giving them out, I think that it's a great time to make that happen. You don't want to be giving them out all the time. So that way students kind of feel as if homework then becomes optional. However, I think it does kind of connect back to the idea that every now and then we do slip up or maybe we do get caught up in all of the Christmas shopping. We just didn't have time that particular day in order to get that work so done. True. And one of our third favorites is writing personal handwritten notes. This is the most personal of the three. And I have some experience doing this in my classroom as a student teacher. And then in my early years of teaching as well, um, it takes a while. I'll say that, uh, especially having over a hundred and I think it was 30 students that I wrote at one point and then 140 something at another point, it takes a while. And at the time when I was a student teacher, and I, as I mentioned in my earlier years of teaching, I was going through a lot of growth myself and I was just so in love with what I was doing and not to say that I'm not anymore, but it's just in that moment, I just felt so grateful and just really wanted to express that to my students in a way that felt very personal. And for that reason, mm -hmm. I wrote little notes with in envelopes and I gave them to my students. Um, and I actually did it towards the end of the school year, which I realize is not necessarily the topic today. But if it's something that you're considering and you feel that it's a good point in your school year to do that for your students, to write them something personal, something that expresses to them how much you notice what they're doing and, and how they've been successful, why not? Yeah, I love that. And I think because especially when you're thinking about the high school age group, I don't think students are expecting these right. things. Whether it's a small incentive gift, like maybe uh, it's pencils or something that is an affordable kind of incentive that you could find easily on Amazon in bulk, or you do something like these handwritten notes. I think that either way, the students might just be so shocked and moved that this has happened that they really take it seriously. I don't know, just chatting about this makes me want to do it again this year. I'll have to get back to you. <laughs> Keep us posted because that is a big commitment. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll start in March and I'll let you know if I'm able to get all the way to June when I'm finally done with all of them. <laughs> well, I also know that you are the kind of person that does do a lot of handwritten notes this time of year. Yes. It's not just for your students. And that brings us to our next and probably most important group that we're going to talk about, which is teachers to other teachers. Definitely. Um, for me, it's always been about what is thoughtful, not necessarily what I can afford to spend or I'm looking. It's really not about the the value monetarily. I'm looking to mm -hmm. express to teachers how much I care about them and the people that I interact with, whether it's a small in a small way day to day or it's people that I'm working with very closely. I think that it's just a, an important time of year to recognize people and all of the work that they do in all the ways that they touch your life. And for me, writing handwritten notes is really special to me. Yeah. And I think that, again, feeling like the other person has just taken the time is really important and does seem a whole lot more important in a lot of ways than something that might have more financial value yeah. attached yeah, to it. Definitely. I'll usually buy. 20 or 40 cards in bulk from Target or 
online mm-hmm. and I'll just have a whatever theme I'm looking for, but I'll spend some time. Yeah. And making it thoughtful. It's about finding maybe a moment that I want to write about or a memory that I have with mm-hmm. this person and just referencing that and making that sort of the the focal point of the card. Right. And when we're thinking about gifts from teachers to other teachers, there are different relationships that we can have with those people within the school setting. And what you decide is an appropriate gift for that group might depend on what that exact relationship is. Great point. So if you're thinking about your complete peers, the other people that you consider as coworkers on the total same page, you might decide to go one route, whereas with somebody who might seem in a different place in the hierarchy than you are, whether they're above or below you, you might decide that a different gift might be the the best strategy. Yeah. When we're talking about peer teachers, some of the gifts that could be something like a card that you write, or maybe you want to think of something that's like a practical resource that this person might be able to use in their classroom. If you know that one of your friends or one of your peers uses, for example, a resource like Teachers Pay Teachers. Maybe gifting them a gift card is an appropriate idea for them. There are a number of paid subscriptions that are also available and may suit that person well. A couple things come to mind, like Evernote, Kahoot, Quizlet. There are a lot of pro versions with these free resources that maybe otherwise these individuals wouldn't consider paying for that, but maybe that pro version might be a nice gift. And those things don't necessarily have to be expensive either. Think that some of them are seriously between like one and three dollars for a month of subscription. And really what I think you're doing if you're giving them something of that nature is you're kind of saying that I I want to save you a little bit of time and hassle. I love that. Yeah. And it's kind of nice to to feel that way. Because as other educators, you know how much extra time you put into just making that uh, resource look in exactly the right format or finding that worksheet instead of making that worksheet, things of that nature. So So when we think about celebrating our peers and all of the relationships that we have in schools, we also have a lot of people within our school system as well that are either student teachers, classroom aides, uh, support Mm -hmm. staff. Danielle, in your experience, what's been the best way to celebrate these people? I have never been fortunate enough to have had a student teacher or a classroom aide uh, that I worked with. That being said, I think that especially those types of relationships, it really has a kind of like mentorship feel in a lot of ways, especially if you're thinking about like student teachers or I have been ATA, so I do know how that works. And I think when it comes to those types of things, one of the best ways to kind of help those people out is to give them a support tool that they might not realize that could be the perfect resource that they've always been looking for. In a kind of similar situation, outside of the school setting, when we were moving into our first apartment, my now mother-in-law made a recipe book from scratch from all of her easiest, but kind of most useful recipes that she compiled in a 
binder with a table of contents based on different things she thought we would like. And we still have that and use it regularly. I think that if you as the maybe head teacher or whatever your role is could do something like that for those who might be a step behind you in whatever the hierarchy situation is, that could be such a meaningful gift that they can use as a resource for maybe years to come. I absolutely love that idea. And again, going back to that inexpensive gift idea, but still so thoughtful and truly practical as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that when it comes to appreciating your fellow educators, giving them things that are super practical, that are well thought out is the way to go. I know I love and I know you do as well to have our classrooms decorated in a very particular way. It represents our personalities, but it also is something that makes our students feel comfortable and makes our students maybe think about our discipline in a different way. I know that one of the gifts that I would definitely be considering for getting for my fellow teachers would be maybe some printables that I would make So that way they're extremely affordable and just getting uh, frames from either the dollar store, Target, somewhere like that, and making sure that the quote that I have in that printable that I've designed is perfect for that teacher or that space. I love that. That's so thoughtful and also shows how well you know that teacher and respect and appreciate their space. Right. So if you are next door to a teacher who cannot stop talking about Shakespeare. They are always somehow working in a quote from Romeo and Juliet or Macbeth. Maybe that's exactly what you decide to do. Uh, Maybe you give them a quote about education from William Shakespeare, or maybe the history teacher down the hall has a quote about uh, education from Ben Franklin that you've designed for their classroom. Or maybe you take it even one level further than that, and you remember how one teacher always dresses up as a particular character from Star Wars every Halloween. Maybe you decide to make that teacher's classroom rules, but you've rewritten it as you <laughs> <laughs> Creative, adorable, absolutely perfect. And super, super yes. affordable. Yes. So I think what we're talking about here, really, when we talk about all of these different ideas for gifts is finding a way to be creative, not spend a lot of money, and to make sure that the person that you're gifting to feels special. Yes. And I think that leads us to our last group that we need to touch on. And that is what should we as teachers be thinking about giving as gifts to the administrators at our school? For some of us, I think this might be a more difficult one than one of the other relationships. When you're thinking about a teacher to a fellow teacher, unless you're talking about some sort of situation where you're doing like a secret Santa or secret snowflake or white elephant situation, you've probably selected those particular teachers that you want Mm -hmm. to give something Mm -hmm. to. Whereas with in admin, you might not know them very well. Yeah, you might not know them very well, or maybe you just can't figure out what is an appropriate gift. And I think that's more the feeling that at least in in speaking with some of our peers at school, that's sort of been the, the vibe. And I think what that really boils down to is making sure that the way that you choose to celebrate this person, whatever the administrator, whoever the administrator is, principal, vice principal, your supervisor, this gift should be thoughtful. But also we have some advice for you. And that is 
Don't yeah. go it alone. So what we mean by that is grouping up with people within your department, maybe as mm-hmm. a staff in, to- in whole, you determine what works for you. But I think in unifying and determining what you as a group feels appropriate for your administrator is also sending a, a different message that you've all sort of come up with this group idea. Maybe you're able to even provide something that would be a little bit on the higher end of the, the spectrum mm-hmm. as far as money is concerned. Um, and maybe all would be able to provide that right. person something really special. So I love that idea. Thanks to Emily Post for that one. Yeah, I think that following along with those types of suggestions, it sends the message that maybe the community that they have been trying to cultivate in the school is what happens naturally, which is kind of a side benefit of that particular gift. Maybe one person in the cohort that's going in on the gift does have that insight as to what would be a appropriate gift. And as always, no matter if we're talking about teachers to administrators or to other teachers or students or anything like that, you always want to make sure you check your school guidelines if there is a certain policy, because if there's a policy in place, you got to follow it. So true. Without a doubt. Danielle, I think that just about wraps it up. I think so too. And I am hopeful that no matter what time of year, if you're in that situation where you need to be showing a little bit of appreciation, maybe even getting a gift for one of the individuals in one of these groups that you feel like you have a sense of direction because I feel like that's a lot of where the the time suck can come in regarding these gifts. Absolutely, We do have a, a resource to help you with that, that you can find on our website. In addition to our show notes, it's going to break down essentially what we talked about today to give you some guidelines and maybe some helpful hints as to how you can approach what for some can be a very daunting task, finding a gift for someone that you work with closely, or maybe someone that you don't know very well, but you'd like to celebrate this time of year. We've got some printables in there, so that way you can kind of plug and play if one of those gift ideas is appealing to you. And then you'll be able to save yourself a little bit of time, a little bit of stress, and a little bit of money along the way. Thank you so much, Danielle, and happy birthday. Thanks again. I'm going to go and, and enjoy some of those birthday presents at, Ooh, at this time. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks for listening. And until next time. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. If you'd like to learn more about us and the services that we offer, head to everything.com.